You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, hello there, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro, the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast. And I always say this every time I record a new episode that I'm really excited about the topic because I genuinely create content that I know my followers need to hear. And usually what you guys need to hear is a lesson that I have learned along the way. And if you follow my Instagram or my Facebook account, it's just at Melanie Mitro, you know that I have been on a journey and this journey hasn't just been an eight month journey. It's been more like a two year journey, right? And almost closer to three years now, a journey to really finding a healthy, and I'm going to use the word balance, a healthy balance, a healthy coexistence between a career and being a mom and a wife and sort of living in both of those spaces and, and feeling like I'm I'm living up to my fullest potential. I'm doing what I feel called to do and and I'm doing it in a way that feels really good to me. And so we're going to talk about, you know, how to actually have a good work life balance, but I want to paint a picture for you because I'm going to give you advice today, but I want to come to you just fully transparent about where I was prior to today. So, you know, I have been running my team beach body business. I have been a health and fitness coach for 10 years now. I started my online health and wellness business in 2011 after losing a significant amount of weight, 30 pounds with, with beach body workouts, specifically insanity. Those of you Sean T fans out there, he is, you know, my first, he's like my soulmate workout, even though today the thought of doing insanity again, makes me want to hurl, right? But that was the program that I truly found myself in. And I really learned what it was like to be a part of a supportive community. And I really learned what it was like to fuel my body with good food. That was really my first experience with clean eating. So back in 2011, I had a six month old and two and a half year old. And I found myself wanting to share the, the ways that I created a healthy lifestyle with anybody that would listen. So I started a blog. So on blogger, good old blogger, I made the blog committed to getting fit and I blocked five days a week and I shared recipes and I shared tips such as how to handle, you know, date nights and restaurants and, you know, what do you do on the weekends and how do you handle when you fall off track or when you have a bad day? I mean, just basically everything we go through when we're trying to live a healthier life, I talked about my experience. And so that gained momentum. 
And that started to build a business and, uh, and Beachbody coaching was the platform that I used to create income. So I was enrolling customers and teaching them the steps that I took. We were doing grocery shopping trips and virtual tours and all kinds of stuff. Right. And my business exploded. And the more I saw the opportunity that I could create a significant income and I would watch people at these annual conferences and they were talking about their financial freedom and being able to, because of their hard work with their coaching business, they were, they were able to pay off debt and buy, buy a new house. And because of their hard work and dedication, they were living a very different life. And, you know, here we were, you know, a small town, Mars, Pennsylvania family who was working, you know, Matt was working. I was stay at home mom and, you know, we were getting by, but not really anything additional. And I had a dream, right? I had a dream and a vision of something more. And so for me, I saw Beachbody as the vehicle. It was the avenue that I could create something more. I could contribute to our family. And so I was all in when, when you hear people talk about creating a vision, creating a why that propels you into action. My why was like, we're getting out of debt. We are getting ahead. We are buying a home. We are paying off this debt. We are going on a vacation. And if I have the power to do that with my network marketing business, then I'm going to go all in. And the more I read personal development, the more it just stoked the fire that my energy, my action, my consistency was going to be the thing that determined my future success. And so I took it to an extreme. And they always say anything taken to an extreme becomes unhealthy. And so, yes, I do believe that I swung too far on the unhealthy side but I was rewarded with success. I was rewarded with accolades and bonuses and speaking engagements and praise and a team that was, that was growing. And it was amazing. And in the moments being a new leader, I just did whatever I thought I needed to do. I sacrificed my sleep. I sacrificed eating meals. I, I sacrificed, you know, downtime and, and it was fine. It was fine for a few years, but once I achieved a great level of success, I really did never found that that happy medium. I just always was one extreme and it was always the go hard. And what I realized now looking back is while I motivated people and my team rose up and my team conquered and crushed it, you know, and, and was achieving as well. And, and we were the four time top team in the company. I sometimes carry this sort of like weight on my shoulders that did I, did I lead them wrong? You know, did I not, I didn't teach them healthy balance because I wasn't leading that way early on in my business. And so, you know, over the past three years as my body started to give me signs of you can't run at a, at a extreme all the time and expect that you're not going to have some sort of effect from that. And so the effects became chronic fatigue, chronic irritability, lack of motivation, desire, complete and utter burnout, 
physically ill. My immune system was compromised. I was getting sick a lot. And I just was anxiety and depression. And I wasn't losing, I wasn't maintaining my weight. And, and I also wasn't choosing the best foods. I was drinking too much alcohol. I was eating too many sweets. And so that was really affecting my, my quality of life. And so I started, I started the journey to, identifying the burnout and creating better balance in my life, you know, about three years ago. And so I learned a few key things. And the whole point of today is I want to get my, my listeners, my followers, the members of my team, anybody that I mentor, whether it's through Beachbody or through my other company, Chic Influencer, I want you to know that you actually don't need to do what I did and you can still be wildly successful. There are things I want to share with you now that as I'm scaling, not just one business, but I'm growing two businesses now that are helping me to have a better quality of life now than I did back then. And I'm double the success, right? So there's a lot of things I've learned. There's a lot of things I'm doing differently. And I want to give those of you that are listening to this podcast, which I feel like a lot of my followers, we've grown together. So our kids aren't little anymore, right? They're, they're school age now. And for most of us, we are, we do have some availability when we can actually build our business. And hopefully as we grow, we're getting the means to be able to support to have people that are building the business for us, whether they're watching our kids or their, their assistants or, or social media managers or operations managers, right? But we have people that are now working for us. So let's talk a little bit about that, right? So unhealthy, unhealthy Melanie, breaking point, physically sick, really just like burnt out. And so the first thing I did was I, I changed my anxiety medication because I thought maybe my anxiety medication isn't working anymore. And I've been on it since 2003. So maybe something's changed. So I sought out the help of my psychiatrist, right? Changed my medication. That didn't work. I, you know, decided I wasn't going to run for the top rank in the company anymore, but that caused a whole other host of emotions about significance and contribution. And am I still, you know, am I still good? You know, am I losing my, am I losing myself? And so I kind of started to pull back and then I sought out therapy and I went for 18 months of intense therapy where I really worked on my self-worth and not being defined by my rank in the company, by my title, really being defined by the contributions that I'm making, the leaders that I'm developing, and then not apologizing for that or feeling guilty for where I wanted to be. I've done this like heart work on myself. And along the way, it's like I, I learned these skills, right? And so I learned how to speak up and, you know, how to surround myself with the right people and how to create healthy boundaries. And then in the past year, right, so really in the past eight, nine months, I noticed that my symptoms weren't going away. I was still very anxious, even though I had all the tools in my toolbox for how to handle them. I, I was getting enough rest. I had gotten to the point where I was getting about seven to eight hours of sleep a night. I was resting on the weekends. I was not doing evening calls. I had established some very healthy boundaries, but I still wasn't feeling my best. And so in January, that's really where I started asking myself, like, is there a connection to my gut? I have a, a history of IBS, um, anxiety. I just know my diet probably wasn't the best that it could be. And so I went down the path of, you know, working with a holistic 
practitioner and really addressing some of the underlying causes. And whoo, here I am eight months later, I feel like a whole new human. That was such a huge part, but I, all of these pieces were important to get me where I am today. And so now I have this clarity of my mindset and I've, I've just have this renewed sense of energy. And so I've been sharing that journey a lot on my social media, but also the other piece of this is I've been really, really vocal about how I'm building my business. And what I'm learning is that people are following my lead and it's okay to set a healthy boundary. It's okay to say, I want to build my business between the hours of 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. When I was younger and when my kids were smaller and I was building my network marketing business in the pockets of free time because I wanted to be home with them. I worked evenings. I worked weekends. I stayed up late. I got up early. I did this crazy schedule because that fit the lifestyle that I was currently in at that time. But today, if I look at the current state that I am in, I have two children that go to school. I now have a husband that no longer works, that is home with me. Why on earth would I feel the need to work when my kids are home, right? And sometimes that has to happen, but I can be disciplined enough to get my business done during our work day so that I can have my time with my family. And even I've gone so far as to say that I really shouldn't even need the weekends anymore, right? Because I'm not in that season. So if you're at the point where you're listening to this podcast, right? And you're like, oh, that is me. I have the means, whether it's I have a babysitter or my spouse isn't working anymore or my kids are at school, whatever your current situation is, this podcast is really going to give you some simple steps. If you're not there yet, I want you to think about what you can do to in the moments, create a better quality of life as your business grows, like investing a little bit earlier in health. Okay. So let's dive in. So number one, um, I, I put a kind of a stake in the ground and I was like, I really want to be present in the evenings. I used to work from eight to like 11, 8 PM to 11, right. Every single night, which meant my husband was always entertaining himself, right. He was usually putting the kids to bed, but that's what I had to do. And I did evening calls every night of the week, Monday through Thursday or Sunday through Wednesday. I was on an 8 or 9 p.m. call because that's when I had the help and I could run my business. Now, today in, in 2021, I don't need to do that. It, my kids go to school. And so the majority of my team is going to get on sporadically, regardless of what time I host a call. And so I've made the decision that there is no perfect time to host calls or do one-on-ones. It's actually just the time that I set. So the first thing that I did was I created, um, I created just a new work schedule for myself. I started doing team calls during the day instead of at night. So pick a lunchtime, 9 a.m. or 12 noon or, you know, 4 p.m., right? So I just have a different time. We do our team calls right now, 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on a Monday. I do my leadership calls on Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. I do masterminds with my team during the day. And most people either listen to the recording or make the time to get on. I no longer do evening calls. And I've also made that very clear to my team by saying like, hey, 
I'm at a different point in my life right now. I'm at a point where my kids are a little older and we're busy with sports in the evening and I'm needing to be present with them and I want to build that relationship. And so I'm going to run my calls at this time. But then I also have people in my downline that are still doing the evening hustle and because that's the season they're in. So we offer times to other people based on what we have available. So we're offering, right, the downline power hours for that, the one coach that works at night, right? Or somebody else that's doing a Saturday morning. So that makes it so that everybody still has a place that they're plugged in. But I clearly communicate that. Number two, I work from a calendar still. One of the biggest things is once your kids go to school is just sort of being like, I've got eight hours to build my business. So we fill eight hours and we usually fill it with a lot of stuff that doesn't really move the needle forward. So for me, it was, I work Monday to Friday and I work from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And so when I show up from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and again, I work two businesses, right? So 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. is because of the business I run. If I was only running one business, I would be getting everything done in four hours a day and I'd be moving on, okay? So for me, right, I say to myself, okay, from eight to five, I am going to make sure that the first part of my day is me building my business. The second part of my day is me showing up and helping my team, whether it's one-on-one calls or it's creating new content or getting ready for a sneak peek that we're getting ready to do. But every day I have my calendar blocked out on one day a week. I leave open with no calls that is purely for me to be creative. And that is content creation. That is podcast recordings. That is anything that I need to do. It might be even batching content, batching reels, uh, taking photos, writing posts, doing emails or blogs, but I will sit down and I will batch that content. And on Friday, usually Thursday night, leading into Friday morning, I will say to myself, what do I need to button up before Friday at 4 p.m. so that I can enjoy my weekend? What are the things that I need to button up before Friday at 4 p.m. so I can enjoy my weekend? A lot of times I will send out my newsletters or I will auto schedule them to go out on Sunday mornings. I will prep any posts or any Instagram story content that I want to post and have it saved in my phone so that it's a very simple copy, paste, and post, right? I will let my, my team know that, I will be sporadically checking in throughout the weekend, but don't expect a response. If you need something urgently, right, you can you can shoot me over a text if you want to have your let people, you know, get a hold of you by text. But for the most part, people don't have an urgent matter on the weekends, right? And if they do, most of them now are like, there's no need to respond right away, um, or they'll call customer service, right? So unless it's like somebody's dying, most people just know. I don't work on the weekends for the most part, right? I give my people time off. And that has been so freeing to communicate the expectations, to say to myself, I run a network marketing business, but I don't need to be on 24 seven. I'm still the owner of my company. I get to determine when and where I work and I can full throttle hustle every single day of my business so that at five o'clock I can turn it off and I can go be mom and to not feel the need to have to get on my social media at night 
is great. Sometimes I do because I'm just chilling and hanging out. And sometimes I don't, but I check my messages at least three times a day in the morning around noon and at the end of the day. So there are always times where messages get answered within a, you know, 24, 12 hour timeframe on the weekends, everybody's messages get answered usually once a day. And I feel great about that decision. But that is something I had to step into. I do not ever want people in any kind of business to think that the only way they can be successful is if they never shut it off, because that is the surefire way for you just to crash and burn into burnout city. Okay. So you get to establish the boundaries. What is your work life going to look like? Are you at a point where your kids go to school Monday, Wednesday, Friday? And so those are going to be your, your major bulk work days where you are disciplined. And when I say, like I write in my planner, I am disciplined from eight to five. I am not online shopping. I am not meeting friends for lunch. I am not, you know, doing my grocery shopping. I'm not cleaning my house or folding laundry. I am working because I know that if I can get my work done earlier then bonus, right, I can go do something fun. I can go enjoy lunch with a friend, right? If on a Friday afternoon, if I can get all of the things finished, but I got out of the habit of saying, oh, I'll just do it tonight when the kids go to bed. Oh, I'll grocery shop now and I'll finish my work tonight. No, I got in the habit of saying I'll be disciplined when I have the time so that I can create the freedom that I desire. What I found is that I'm more energized when I show up for work. What I found is that I am more creative because I'm giving myself space to do other things. What I found is that respect that boundary and they see that this is possible for them too. So a couple of things as we kind of recap today is what do you want your business to look like? When do you want to show up for your work? Right. And when is your untouchable time, right? That family time that you want to be, that you want to be coveted as your time to spend with your loved ones. Can I challenge you to use the Make She Happen planner time blocker and block that out? Actually, blocking that out in your calendar so that it is untouchable. And then writing down the times that you're going to build your business. What will be the difference? Will you have personal business building time where you're working on your own, you know, um, income producing activities? Will you have team time? Will you just have personal business time because you're just getting it off the ground? Are you going to have a day where you aren't scheduling appointments, but it's just creative? It's where you're planning ahead. It's content creation time, you know, sitting down and actually creating a game plan. The next step is communicating, communicating to your team, communicating to your loved ones, you know, what the, what the, what the schedule is going to look like. The last thing is saying no. You know, even through this process, I, people come to me and they're like, can you do this call? And can you, you know, can you, can we, I need an evening time. And sometimes I'll make an exception because genuinely those people aren't available during the day and a lunch break isn't, doesn't work. And on the way to work doesn't work right for them. And so I'll make that exception every once in a while, but I've clearly communicated the boundaries and my people clearly respect that because they are my people. And what I'm now seeing is a lot of people in my downline are starting to adopt the same habits They're They aren't short order, you know, social media people anymore. They're not on 24 seven. They're spending more quality time with their family, right? They're enjoying life a little bit more and they're still wildly successful. And I want that for all of you too, but there comes this element of discipline 
that goes with anything, right? We have to be disciplined to show up and 10X the business during the times that we are available so that we can rest and recharge in a very healthy way. So you guys, as you listen to this today, and as you're striving to create a quality of life where uh, at-home business coexists with your personal life and they don't compete with one another, but they complement one another, I want you to say, what are the changes that you need to make? Because it's not the business, that this is the business's fault. No, it's the way we allow the demands to fit into our life, all right? So I want you to think about what strategies that you need to implement, what changes you need to make, because I want you to know that you can, in fact, you can create a wildly successful business with setting very healthy boundaries and and really enjoying the best of both worlds, all right? So what I want you guys to do is I want you to ask me questions about this. All right. So what do we want to dive more into? And I want to take this discussion. Let's take it over to Instagram. And I want you to send me some DMs. Right. And I want you to let me know what it is like. What can we dive into? What about today's podcast topic? You know, can I help you with? Because I want I want people that are healthy CEOs. I want people that are that are feeling great about their business. That you're you're feeling fulfilled. Right. But I know that there are questions that pop up. So let's have a discussion about it. And uh, if you are a business owner, if you are in network marketing and, and you really want that you're struggling with this sort of work mentality and this work-life hustle. I speak on team calls and I do it often. And if you're looking for somebody to breathe belief or even strategy or guidance into your team, please send me an email at mmitro at melaniemitro.com. And I'd be happy to discuss um, an opportunity to to speak with you guys. And then also getting ready to kick off um, how to build your business in two hours a day. So we have a a brand new free document that you can download. It's called the Proven Two-Hour Workday. And we're also getting ready to do a free challenge with that as well. So I will drop the link to sign up for that in the show notes. But you guys, I'm committed to helping you guys succeed. And I'm glad that I... I can lead the way by my experience to help you guys live a healthier and more fulfilling life. So I will see you back here next week on the podcast. And until then, let's go make she cabin. All right. Bye guys.